Hello and welcome to Stream It. Coming up for you on today's podcast, we're learning all about living underwater with Disney Pixar's Luca. Um, and as far as the kids are concerned, Luca, Alberto, Julia, because we were doing something so textural, it made sense to keep the shapes very bold. Listener Poppy is going to be telling us about her favourite film. I love this film because it's pirate themed and I like things like that. And as always, we're giving you our top five picks on what you have to be watching this week. We're revisiting a movie that's on Disney Plus right now this week. And Robin, it's one of my absolute faves. Which one is it then? Well, it's a bit of a modern classic, but it kind of has the very traditional classic Disney edge. It's called Luca. Have you seen it? Oh, yes, I do know Luca. And of course, I know why, because our fellow Fun Kids presenter, Anna Louise, spoke to the creative art director at Pixar, Dina Marcielis, about the movie. So Luca follows boys who can turn into fish and live underwater. So basically, Robin, what they can do is they can like walk on actual land and then decide, oh, fancy a little swim and become a fish and just live underwater for a few days. Why not? It's pretty cool, isn't it? And I always think I'd love to be able to do that. It's like a little mermaid, but even better. Absolutely. Would you rather live underwater or like fly? So forget about land. What one would you rather? I actually think I'd be a bit scared underwater, you know, so maybe fly. Yeah, I think I would too. Some of those fishies are a bit too big for my liking. Whereas if you can fly, you can kind of fly away from it really quick. Yeah, and you're kind of used to it in an airplane, aren't you? Underdogs have to look out for each other, right? Underdogs! This is going to be the best summer ever. We'll ride down every road. See the whole world together. It'll be amazing. (laughs) But there's just one thing. How did you design the characters and decide how Luca and Alberto and Julie would look? I mean, that's ooh, that's that's a, a big question just because there's so many people involved. You know, it's very collaborative. I took a lot of cues from, of course, our director's uh, personal drawing style, which is super loose and playful and it's imperfect, but in the best way, it's just uh, like perfectly imperfect, charming. Um, And then from there, especially with the sea monsters, there was a lot of looking at Carte Marina, like the antique maps. Um, I looked at a lot of world folk art, just anything hand carved from all around the world, because in those pieces, you really see the hand of the artist. And that's that perfect imperfection again. Um, I looked at a lot of Japanese block print and scientific illustration, just anything very rich and textural. Um, And as far as the kids are concerned, Luca, Alberto, Julia, because we were doing something so textural, it made sense to keep the shapes very bold, very bold and simple to support that. And that's how kids draw, right? They're very direct and fearless. And I wanted an element of that. And then we just had a lot of fun. Each character has their own hero feature. Luca's got the big curious eyes and Alberto's all mouth, just all talk. And Julia's got a really, you know, sharp nose and that fiery hair, you know, because she's such a a presence. Just all these things combined. That's, that's what happened. That's what you get. (laughs) 
And when do you start feeling like you know the characters? You know, when do they start coming alive to you on the page and on the screen? That's a very cool question because I've often asked myself the same thing. There, there are times where I'm just spinning, you know, and I'll be drawing and, and sure there are times and days where I'm, I'm frustrated, you know, but you got to keep going. Um, so you might come at it from collage or change your medium, whatever it is. But then there's a day where you put something down and you just know it's right. Cause you've been thinking about this character for so long and you've been listening to people from story and the director and there's like a, an instinctual, like, yes, I think this is it. And I, and I, I think it also helps to find a way to connect to the characters as well. I, I found my own way to connect to Luca, Alberto and Julia. And I think that's also how I got to know them. Mm, how do you do that? Can I ask, or is it a secret? No, no, it's not a secret at all. You just, you grow with the characters. So when I, I, I came on very early, the everything was still being written. The characters were still being flushed out. And as much as story informs art, art informs story. So we're building the characters together. With Luca, I think it was this uh, idea of him being trapped between two worlds, right? He had to make a choice. And I'm first generation Italian. I've dealt with that. Canada on one side, Italy on the other. Um, Alberto is a, a collector of of human oddities and I collect vintage, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, Julia is just a powerhouse and she's unique and, and direct. And I could always relate to her personality a lot as well. So yeah, you just kind of work to get to know them and, and um, you let yourself be a part of the character development as well. When I spoke to the creative team behind Frozen and Frozen 2, they were telling me how they got to explore foreign countries as part of their research for the films. Did you and the team get to go back to Italy or were, was it a bit difficult during these times that we've been experiencing? Uh, we did. We, we made a trip to Italy in 2019 oh, wow. and we just had the best time. We uh, spent our days just walking and photographing, a lot of us were sketching. And imagining those sea dragons on the horizon, no doubt. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah. The film is all about friendship and about fulfilling your potential and about you know, breaking out of the comfort zone and finding yourself and, and also about the friends that you make along the way and how they help you to do that. And mm -hmm. I was wondering if you, Deanna, whether you'd had any friends that changed your life along the way. I did. I mean, I, I, I've had uh, several, but there's one in particular. Uh, I'm from Toronto uh, originally. Technically, my family will kill me if I don't say this. I'm from <laughs> Windsor, Windsor, Ontario. Oh. I moved to Toronto for school. And uh you know, my class was predominantly male. This was for animation. And there was an, an, a girl there, Alex, and we became uh, best friends. I still talk to her, of course. Wow. And uh, men, as a girl coming from the suburbs, I was a little more sheltered, you know, did, hadn't, hadn't done too much. But Alex had already lived in San Francisco, Montreal. Uh, and she just kind of encouraged me to just try stuff, just get out there and get into some trouble. Really. We just had so many adventures. We got into a lot of trouble, but it was fun. And she just uh, gave me a lot more uh, confidence. So, yeah. 
do you think that shaped you as an artist as well and as a creative? Yes, because I think it made me more bold in the way I pursue my inspiration. I mean, uh, she really just inspired me to not only start traveling, but start traveling hardcore, like, you know, strap on a backpack and have no plan and just show up in a place and see what happens. And that that's really shaped how I go about my life. Whoa, 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 wait, did you see that? No one can find out. Now, I know, Deanna, we can't see your studio right now, but can you walk us through what your studio is like? Are there pens and papers everywhere? Is it a messy space? Have you got mood boards, scrapbooks galore? (laughs) Well, I will say personally, my office is an insanely messy space. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's bad. It's just like papers everywhere. Funny, oddly enough, I always know where everything is. And when I clean it, that's when I lose everything. Yes, me Um, too. Yeah. The hallways uh, around our area were really interesting because they had, we have like leftover props and reference pieces from past films. They've even left like boards up from Coco. You'll find a drawing from like Finding Dory. It's like, why is this even here on this table by the scanner? You know, stuff like that. It's kind of cool. And you know that you're working on Pixar, on Disney. Do you keep all these little sketches and these sculptures that you make along the way? Do you keep the funny little jokes that your colleagues draw? Um, Yeah, everything is kept. We have an amazing archive uh, team and and they come and they swoop up the art and make sure it's protected and preserved for the future. I mean, all of that goes to archives. Um, And then, of course, there's like little things, sketches that don't make the cut that... um, I tend to not throw anything away. I mean, if it's just not suitable for archives, I might just keep a piece just for memory, you know? Uh, What advice would you give to young listeners who want to grow up and work for Disney and Pixar like you? First and foremost, love it. I mean, love it more than anything. I I don't think anyone goes into animation thinking money. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I, I mean, it has to come from someplace uh, very pure. So um, absolutely adore it. Learn everything about it. If you want to be a character designer, it would be great to also learn about animation because at the end of the day, you're building characters to move and uh, just draw your heart out and and uh, have fun with it. And what do you hope? I've seen the film. You've obviously seen the film. But for those who go and see the film and put it on Disney Plus, what do you hope that we're all left with long after we finish watching the film? What do you hope stays with us? Joy, I, I would say. Just, just joy and uh, and maybe a bit of nostalgia. Maybe it makes you think about your most favorite summer with your friends, your best friends. Um, or maybe it'll inspire you to get out there in the summer and make it the best summer ever. But either way, just uh, just the warm, the warm feels. Oh, I'm with you so much. I want to be one of those sea monsters right now, darting on the waves, diving deep, playing with my mates and then rolling up on the shore and adventuring and seeing what's around the corner. Thank you so much for making such an incredible film and for, you know, putting those smiles on our faces. Oh, thank you. And I feel the same way. I need some sea, I need some, some sea sun time right now. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Let's go right now. You know what? Forget it. Please don't Sunshine. Ah. Ah. 
did you boys say you were from? <laughs> That's pretty cool, isn't it? I had no idea that there was almost like hidden clues within the cartoon itself. Yeah, so like actual traits of the certain characters almost resemble who they are in person. That's pretty cool, isn't it? What What do you think your traits would say about you, Connor? Oh, you see, well, one of them had a slightly big mouth because he likes talking. I don't think my mouth is that big, but it should probably be a little bit bigger because I do love talking. Yeah, that is very, very true. What about you? I think the talking one's good, though I do have big nostrils. So I feel like that says to me, like, I like my food because I like to smell it, you know? Yeah, you'd be good underwater. You could sniff out the prey for us. I would be good. There we go. Robin sniffing out the prey and there I am talking to them before we eat them. Wonderful. Still to come, Poppy is reviewing her favourite movie. But right now, here are our picks on what you need to be watching this week in The Look Forward. The Look Forward. So my first pick is Game on Grandparents. So imagine playing Minecraft with your granddad. Okay, now imagine competing alongside your nan in a top esports tournament. Well, you've just imagined Game on Grandparents. This awesome competition pits girls and boys who dream of being pro gamers against each other whilst training up their rookie grandparents along the way. So much fun. You can catch this hilarious show right now on iPlayer. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Do you know it, Connor? I like it, yeah. Lion King, something like that. Yeah, well, Disney Plus is only gone and added a sing-along version of The Lion King to the service. Yes, please. Right, so you can actually relive the 2019 remake and sing to your heart's content. It's available to watch right now. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if your cartoons could come to life? Well, Nate is no stranger to a challenge and loves to express himself through cartoons he creates. Catch the chaos in Big Nate. That is available right now for loads of fun on Paramount+. Plus. Now, my next pick is Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Yes, we all... <laughs> you trying to be Scooby? Yeah, Shaggy. Now, we all know and love Scooby-Doo, but in this newly animated movie, Scooby and Shaggy learn that a dastardly villain is hatching an evil plan to capture Scooby. Oh, it's all going down on Amazon Prime right now. So my final pick this week is actually based on a true story. It's called Rescued by Ruby. And it follows a state trooper named Dan, who has been unsuccessful in his dream of joining the canine search and rescue team of the state police. Until he befriends a shelter dog named Ruby. This heartwarming movie, and a great movie too, is available for you right now on Netflix. Now, if you watch any of our picks, we'd love to hear from you. In fact, we've actually got a review today from the lovely Poppy, and that's exactly what she's done. Check this out. Hello, my name is Poppy and I am six years old. My favourite film is The Sea Beast. I love this film because it's pirate themed and I like things like that. My favourite part of the film is when they got struck by lightning on the ship. So in some films like in Kanto, like lightning gets struck on yeah. really scary parts, that makes it more scary. Yeah. I'd have to agree with Poppy there, you know, Connor. Whenever there's lightning, it does make it more scary, doesn't it? It does, but I am actually a little bit scared. If you agree with Poppy, Poppy said that Poppy likes all pirate things. Are you and Poppy going to team up and become pirates? I mean, I'd be so on board for that. I love pirates. Yeah, you'd look good with an eye patch. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I only really need one eye, don't I? 
one eye's fine. Yep, the other one can have an eye patch and you can scare people and maybe a little wooden leg too. Why not? That's it. And I do like a parrot as well. Oh, a little parrot. There we go. Rob in with an eye patch, wooden leg and parrot. Hey, listen, it's super easy to get involved. Just head over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it. What you need to do there is tap the big red button to record your review. And boom, you could be on the pod and maybe join Poppy and Robin and be a pirate. It's up to you. Okay, Connor, it's now time for a stream it 30 second challenge. Do you think you're up to the challenge today? I'm nervous after watching you last week. Yes. Well, this is where we put you and our guests to the test. And it is actually Connor's turn. And I'll be honest, didn't do well last week. It was Disney princesses, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Disney. You tried your best. That's hard, though. That is really hard to think of Disney princesses' names. Well, if you think that's hard, you might think this is even harder. Okay. What have you got for me? Your category today is Disney songs. Oh. Disney, I sing so many of them, but can I name them? Okay, let's see, because your challenge today is to name as many Disney songs as you can in just 30 seconds. Are you ready, Connor? I am ready. Three, two, one, go. Uh, We've got Let It Go. We've got We Don't Talk About Bruno, Into the Unknown, um, Surface Pressure. We've got High School... uh, what's that high school musical one? I don't know the name of it. Uh, we have got Let It Go. I've already said that. You've said that. Akuna Matata. I just yep. can't wait to be king. Uh, we have got... Oh, you see, your mind goes bang. Into the Unknown. Have I said that? Two. One. No. You really like Frozen, don't you? I do. That is actually so tough as well because I play the songs on the radio all the time over on Fun Kids. I sing to them every day, but when you've got to name them, that is tough under pressure. Yeah, it's totally different when the time's on it, isn't it? Yeah, I can see why you've done worse than me, by the way, with Disney princesses. I definitely got more than you then. I don't know that you did, you know. I, th- I, I mean, when I counted, I think you only got six. Six? Yeah. Oh, maybe I thought I got higher because I said into the unknown and let it go about five times. Yeah, I think you did. Okay, there we go. Maybe you could beat me. Maybe you could name more Disney songs in 30 seconds. Play along at home. It's the Stream It 30 Second Challenge. Challenge your mum. See if your mum has been singing along to all your favourite Disney shows. Why not, eh? Now, we've been Connor and Robin, and this has been Fun Kids Stream It, the go-to podcast for all your film and TV nonsense. Yeah, if you loved the episode, why not subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them all. We certainly do. And we also like hearing them as well. So if you want to hear yourself on the actual podcast and the kids review, then head on over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it. Click that big red button to record yourself talking about your favorite film or series. And next week, we're going to be hearing from the amazing Isabella Merced all about the awesome movie Spirit Untamed. We'll see you there. <laughs>